What's going on, guys? Chris Schubert, Alex Kolodzie here. Saturday, sort of the, the, the day before Game 2. Not sort of, it is the day before Game 2 of the NBA Finals between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. But there's just sort of this feeling in the air. It's like a, everyone's kind of preparing for Game 2. We're kind of, as we're sitting here right now, the Warriors are practicing. Uh, Steph Curry's taking shots. And no Andre MVP's hitting corners. No Andre Iguodala on the practice no. court for uh, the Warriors. That may or may not mean something, but thought I would pass along the information anyway. But as we sit here today, we were thinking about what we wanted to come here and talk about. And you have brought both topics to the table here that you want to discuss. The first one being the J.R. Smith blunder. We've now had a couple of days to think about it. What happened on Thursday, it is now Saturday. What is, if we look at that play, all time, mm-hmm. where does it rank among the biggest blunders in NBA Well, history? the reason I brought this up was because after that incident occurred, I tweeted something, and one of my Twitter followers said, does J.R. Smith rival the likes of Bill Buckner, Leon Lett, oh, wow. the Bills kicker? And I said, Billy B's got his own place in history. Buckner... He's way above J.R. Smith, in my opinion. I think if this was in, say, a Game 7, then this is that's probably the biggest mishap of all time. Um, it's huge. So with Buckner, the, the, thing about, the thing about Buckner is... It wasn't a mental error. It was just a he fundamental go, play he that goes, he didn't make. He goes to field the ball, and he doesn't field it. In this case... J.R. Smith does what he's supposed to do and gets the offensive rebound and then commits the mental mistake. I think those two plays would be the same if Buckner caught the ball and, and the missed third. the bag or <laughs> went to and throw it. Threw it to third. Yeah. And we're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. Yeah. The, yeah. If he would have made the play and then made a mistake, I think these two plays are on a similar level. But they're very different. For him, it's a routine play that he didn't make. J.R. Smith made the play he was supposed to make and then followed it up with the with the the biggest blunder I have ever seen. Somebody said that if this was a quarterback who didn't know what down it was, or then it would be a different case. And everybody's got their comparisons to it. I don't think it's as big in magnitude as it's made out to be. It was game one. Um, I think if the Cavs win this game, I still don't think they win the series. I have Golden State. I had them sweeping. I think that they would have won in five or six games. So, yeah, it's big, but I also think it's an excuse of, well, you know, if that happens, then the Cavs. But well, at the same time, I don't think the Cavs have a shot, so I don't really see it as that big in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, that moment in time, it's one of the biggest mental errors of all time, sure. let alone in championship, in sure. championship talk. Sure, and the, and the thing that I've been saying, and we've done a bunch of these anchors, we did the post game one that I was that I was a part of, and now we're doing this one. And I know there have been a couple that we've done over here in the last couple of days. The thing, the point that I keep trying to make is, yeah, I don't know if the Cavs winning game one changes this series all that much because again, you still have to beat the Warriors four times out of seven. But we will we will never know that because of this mistake. So it is fair to talk about this mistake as as a mistake and as something that could have cost the Cavs the championship because we don't know what happens if they go up one up. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Warriors panic. Maybe the Warriors feel the pressure of we have to beat this team, and all of a sudden their shots don't start falling. And all of a sudden, what happened when they were up three one? Because this is exactly what happened when they were up three one. Everyone's like, oh, no way they can lose, right? They, they this Cavs team, which was better than the team that the Cavs have this year. Mm-hmm. There's no way this team can come back. There's no way it can happen. And all of a sudden, all one game goes the Cavs' way, and then the pressure, and it becomes an avalanche. Right. So you look at this situation, and we don't know how it would have played out. 
We know how it did play out, and J.R. Smith made the mistake, and ultimately it, it did cost him the game because they go to overtime and they were they just didn't look themselves. The other thing you want to discuss. <laughs> this is a good one, right? People are not happy about this being the fourth straight time that we have the the Cavs and the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you you came in here and you said what could be the next Cavs Warriors? What could be the next feud rivalry? Two teams, one from the West, one from the East, that could. Be a four piece. You ready for this? And you brought this to the table, so I'm assuming you I have did. one. Yeah, the Lakers and the Sixers. 2000 and I don't know, 21 to 2024. I don't think it. It obviously will not be Golden State Cleveland next year because I am on the side of the fence that LeBron James will not be in Cleveland. And you don't therefore, think that team is going to be Habat. Okay, just so, make sure. so Golden State. They will probably be in the finals next year. Right. They have a, they have a, a shot to do that again. The Cavs, uh, not so much about Sands, LeBron James. Giannis to the Laker. Oh, my ears. Clay Thompson to the Laker. Embiid, Simmons, Bron in his, in his upper 30s, still taking people to the hole. So Dunking on kids. Okay. Lakers, Sixers. Embiid's got the process jersey. Okay. I wanted to put the Sixers in there. But for the sake of the sake of it's, the sake it's of having fun, for the sake of let's do something different. Sure, I will go. Your Orlando. I'm going with the Boston Celtics for the East. And now the problem is picking a team in the West that's not Golden State. It's tough. And there's there, a, there's there are a, parts that are going to be here and there. And there's a team that comes to mind, and I'm going to I'm going to put all my chips on the table. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I, and I know Jimmy Butler might be able to might leave after next season, and he, or I think he's got what one or two years left on his deal. And he could leave, and this could Plus, all. Plus, you don't know how he's going to play when he's 32 years old. You, you don't know, but if you're asking me to pick two teams that are not Golden State and Cleveland, I will go with the Timberwolves and the Celtics. That could kind of be fun. That would be pretty interesting. And, and here's the other thing too. Like I look in the I look in the West, and I and I'm not, I'm not trying to be a homer, but I look at a team like Phoenix, and I go, I can't put them there because they got to make the playoffs. They got to show me that this young group is there. They're at least making strides. Utah would love to pick them. I still think they need another piece besides Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so there are teams that I really like, and I think, wow, they could be they could be in that spot. But a lot of questions. The Timberwolves. They have enough talent to where I can see it. Let's face it, though, Chris. That's a tough question to ask because you're talking about three, four years in the future. Also, you're talking about talk- post-Golden State, that breakup. You're also talking about something being done, four straight finals, which has never been done in any professional sport For sure. ever. For sure. So you're asking, you, you know, you know we, if, if there could be a two, three, four P. Right. You know, uh, who could it be? This, this could probably be it. But, uh, but again, we have to keep in mind that that doesn't normally happen. Right. What we are seeing is unique, and I know we don't like it, but we may never see this again. Or if we do see it, it will be probably for a long time. Because the examples that we mentioned, I can think of a litany of reasons why the Lakers won't make it, or why the Sixers won't make it, or why, in my example, the Timberwolves won't make it. I made the argument against myself. Jimmy Butler might leave. The Celtics, they might not be able to keep everybody, and guys may be out the door. So there are a plethora of reasons why what we have set out you know, here and the, the teams that we mentioned may not make it. It is stunning, specifically this year, that the Cavs and Warriors are even playing each other again because of what the Cavs have been have had to do. The reason I posed this question was because I think if you were to ask the question five years ago when LeBron was in Miami and you know when when he was with the Big Three in Miami and Golden State, you know they, we didn't they didn't have any identity. They they, they took Steph Curry and everybody you know shamed him for it. You wouldn't talk about it right, right. now. 
You wouldn't have. You, that wouldn't have been the answer. Exactly. That wouldn't so, have been the answer if that question was asked six, seven years ago. And we have no data, nothing to back it up. I mean, we're Again, talking about draft picks in 2022. Guys are in high school. Right, <laughs> and you're also you're also talking about something like I said that we have not seen uh, before. We are living in rare times with this being four straight years. It's tough to imagine. I guess it's certainly possible, but it's tough to imagine it happening again True. with the amount of young talent that's coming up. Plus, all, all it takes is a middle, middling or lottery team to, to get run. one star, you know, two stars in the draft back-to-back, and then you add a big free agent piece, and then all of a sudden you're a hub. I mean, so. let's, look, let's look over the last couple of years, guys that have been drafted in the teens uh, or in, in double digits that have panned out. Value picks. Giannis. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, I go. I mean, that's just three right there that are that some of the bigger, bigger young stars in the game that have played ball. If, if a random team hits on one of those, there's another team that maybe we didn't even mention that that sneaks in there. Uh, so there you have it, guys. A little off day NBA coverage. Gotta love that. Love if anything happens between now and the time that we're out of here later today, we'll be back. We'll talk we'll about be it. Back. Well, you know, I'm keeping a close eye on what's happening in Philadelphia we're with, with burners. We're using our burner accounts to, to keep tabs mm-hmm. on everything that's going on there. Uh, so everybody, enjoy the rest of your day. And if we don't talk to you, enjoy Game 2 of the NBA Finals.